Each episode of Education with an Edge is meant to create, cultivate, and inspire honest discussion about issues affecting youth. Hosted by author, artist, educator, advocate, and speaker, Jaquel Lane. Hello and welcome. My name is Jaquel Lane and I am your hostess of Education with an Edge, the podcast dedicated to all things children because we feel that every child matters and you should too. I'm so very excited today to have my friend and guest on the program, Ken Walker, with me here today. And we're going to be talking about um, just kind of different options and different career paths, something that I'm really passionate about our trade schools and just getting information out about different career paths and career choices to young people. Um, We know um, that not everybody is suited for a four-year university um, or degree. And so we're going to be talking with Ken about some of the awesome things that he's doing in his his business um, to assist people, young people, um, in obtaining their CDL license. So um, just to start off a little bit about Ken, he was raised in the trucking industry industry. Um, His father, grandfather, and great-grandfather were all truck drivers. He joined the team at Custom Diesel Drivers Training, Inc. in 2013. He currently serves as CDDT's vice president and as an instructor, as well as a third-party examiner. What Ken enjoys the most about what he gets done as a team is having the opportunity to work with individuals and instill in them a skill that will change their lives forever. With that said, it also allows the employees to grow in their services to their customers, which they serve, and keeps America moving forward and everyone wins. It is so vital to keep creating new safe drivers with the proper skill set to overcome everyday tasks and to keep everyone safe around them. We have the best team, in my opinion, and not only in training. Our team genuinely cares about people and in their success entering into the industry and works extremely hard for our client success. I am extremely grateful to be able to represent custom diesel drivers training for what they are as an amazing staff, and we continue to serve people each and every day in our work. Custom Diesel Drivers Training, Inc. was founded in 1971 in Omaha, Nebraska. For over 50 years, CDDT has been helping to make the roads and highways of America a safer place. Custom Diesel Drivers Training, Inc. has eight licensed instructors, and out of that eight, we have six licensed third-party examiners. They're each licensed by the Nebraska Department of Motor Vehicles. Locally owned, CDDT continues to meet the needs of the expanding trucking industry by successfully graduating thousands of educated and trained professional truck drivers for many local and national trucking companies. Today, CDDT offers its students up-to-date classroom and field training, all designed to provide the skills needed in the trucking industry. We at Custom Diesel Drivers Training, Inc. are particularly proud of our history. Our pride lies not so much in that we are an old school, but rather in the fact that we are both an old and growing school. So come and join us at CDDT and start your new driving career today. And Ken, thank you so much for being with us here today. Um, As I said, this podcast is dedicated to many things, um, suicide prevention and anti-bullying. And a lot of the kiddos that I've worked with in my career um, found it difficult to choose a career. And the fact of the matter is, is that not everyone, um, their content and their skills and their gifts don't necessarily align with traditional curriculum. And so I'm so very grateful to organizations and businesses like like yours, um, that train individuals on how to have a successful career in a, in a trade school, in an industry, that they can begin to make money right away. So we'll just start off a little bit. Can you tell us a little bit about your upbringing and, 
background. Yes. Well, thank you for having me on Absolutely. the show. Uh, we've been doing trying to do this for a few a long months, time. years. I maybe. know. <laughs> um, but yeah, a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm a third generation on my mom's side. Uh, I would be a second generation on my dad's side. Kind of, kind of cool how it worked. Actually, my mom's dad taught my my dad how to drive a truck. Um, lived in a small town, and and um, you know, they, my dad was friends with her brother. Yeah. And then when she would come back and visit, and, and then they ended up finally years later, you know, getting married. Yeah. You know how that works. So it's kind of cool. I'm a third generation on my mom's side, second generation on my dad's side. Um, currently, the owners of our school would be my mom and my dad. So I work for them. Um, they they came in in 2011 is when um, they got the they bought the school, and then uh, I came in in 2013. So took a took a school from just a one truck operation. I want to say the first year that uh, that he had it, he had like maybe 75, 80 students that first year. That was day and night classes, and then currently as of today we should be on the, we're on the path to hit about 354 students this oh year. wow yeah that's phenomenal training's changed um you know but a little bit about myself um uh what what i did is in the industry is is when i grew up uh you know being young that was uh, when game boys came out and it didn't have a lit screen so at <laughs> night it really stunk but uh i'd go with the in the truck with my dad a lot you sure. know so just being in it. So when I turned about 14, 15 years old, uh, I was kind of being pushed towards this industry as in being a driver. And I'll be honest with you, at that age and the amount of time that I was in the truck, I despised trucking. I hated it. You know, there were summers that went by that I was in the truck. That's when trucking, you know, you'd be out seven, eight weeks at a shot. Sure. And I hated it. But as time goes on, I'm like, you know, I'm going to be a mechanic, yeah. you know, so and I did. I became a mechanic and, and worked for lots of good companies here in Omaha and even had my own business there for a while. But my old, my old man, that's what I call him, my old man. He always told me a driver will make more money than a mechanic. And it didn't register with me until I hit about 20. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you got the tool trucks that show up and it's like, man, it's so easy just to charge, you know, yeah. it's like a candy truck for mechanics. Yeah. Um, so make a long story short. Him and I had a long conversation, and, and uh, he brought me on, and, and we've been growing it since. So went from one truck to uh, very minimal students. The school was actually almost on the verge of bankruptcy yeah. when, when they took it over. Um, it was either shut the doors or sell it. And uh, we got, you know, a gift from the higher power, and, and um, our family did. And, yeah. and it was just one of those things at the time, you know, you can't go out and spend millions of dollars on a business. It, it just, they gave us an opportunity or gave my dad an opportunity. And, and that's what we like to do is pass on the opportunities. It's not all to us. It's not about money. It's about education. Absolutely. You know? So, um, but yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, I'm still a little fire, I guess. Yeah, I love it. You better talk a little bit about your beautiful family. Yes. yes. So I have an amazing wife. Um, she's been, we've been together for 20 years this year, been married for 17. We have three beautiful children, um, ages 17, 12, and 9. Uh, my oldest, uh, she likes to race uh, horses, barrel racing. She's into that horse life. Awesome. Um, horse life, and then she she's in the boys, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, my youngest daughter, which is 12, she's uh, into all the dance stuff. Um, she's I call her my little boss because she's the boss lady. Yeah. Um, she has a huge heart, um, cares about a lot of people. Same with my oldest. And then my son, he's the, we call him the tinker. 
he likes to tinker. Yeah. Um, very, very intelligent on a lot of things. Uh, likes to go to like antique shops and, yeah. you know, kind of search and not really big in the athlete stuff, which that's fine, but he's very smart in a lot of other things, but we have an awesome family. Um, we have people that we know that's yeah. my family that, that you became friends with over the yeah. years. And, and, uh, you know, that's really, really cool to see all that. Yeah. You know, I don't want to mention any other names cause I don't know if they want to know that I'm related to them or not. <laughs> I bet they do, but no, that's, that's awesome. And I love the fact that it's a family business. And I was just having this conversation earlier. It's wonderful. Um, and I'm sure that your parents are so very grateful yep. too, cause that's always like the dream. Like you want, you want your kiddos to have, to dream their own dreams, but it's yep. also doubly wonderful. Um, if they have the same passion of, of for something that that they started. So I was raised, I've always been the, you know, uh, we talked about bullying in school and things like that. I was, I was never, I was a huge athlete in high school. Um, they, you know, they call them jockeys, I guess, you know, I didn't care for the jockey side of it. And, you know, I look at a human being for who they are, you know? So there was many times in high school and, and, you know, I, I don't want to talk about fighting, but there was many times in high school, you know, a kid would get picked on and I would step in and, you know, I didn't care if I was liked or not. I was just defend people, you know, and I had a great, great high school. Um, I mean, everybody, that's when I went to Gretna and that's when Gretna was kind of small. I think we had like 138 kids in our class. Yeah. I think my daughter has like 400 now, but it's really grown, but and that, that's who I am is, is I have a passion for watching people succeed. I yes. have a passion for, you know, taking something that's impossible. That word impossible gets me motivated. Yeah. Um, something that, that is, uh, that I, I know by what we do at the school, it's just a small piece of somebody's life. Um, but I know with what we can do at the school and all of the connections we've made in the industry, trying to take that individual that may not feel or somebody might have labeled them they'll never have a chance yeah um, and taking them to that whole another level and that's what I've noticed the most with the school is you know for my my position at the school um, obviously making sure the place operates but I have an amazing staff that that does a lot of training um, teaches the correct way to drive a truck but I have another staff that we work together with the individuals and we help them get to that next level you know, um, they always say money doesn't make you happy. And I love saying the saying, but, um, there's two people that tell you that and it's either somebody that's extremely rich or somebody that's extremely broke. That's never had it. Um, it's not everything. We all know that, but it does get you to a certain point where you can, you're more comfortable and you're humble and and, and it's a trickle effect, especially if somebody has kids. Mm -hmm. And that's what we talk about too, is if you could take a parent um, maybe their education is not the greatest, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what's, you know, they always say, you know, you don't need to be the hot, most educated person to be a truck driver. It, it You do. I mean, there's a lot of things out there, but you could take somebody that, you know, maybe they didn't succeed in school that well, or maybe they didn't even graduate. Um, and you can put them into this environment and you can just watch them sail through this environment because, a lot of people that we work with or that we see that maybe didn't graduate high school are actually business owners today. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, rather they have one truck or 30 trucks under fleet, it's just they're, they're willing to take that risk and they, they kind of know the street smarts, I guess is what you'd call it, but they know how it works. Um, but just taking individuals like that and what we see the most is, is if we can help an individual, rather they're 18 years of age or 56 years of age, um, but it, mainly if they have kids, what we see the most is their complete life, their life changes mm-hmm. financially. Yes. And it just helps the whole entire family um, be able to live just, a, I guess you would call a normal life, yeah. you know, above average income is what yes. we call it. So, but yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing journey. Um, 
I couldn't think of any other job. Um, I'm going to call it a career because I believe job just stands for just over broke. But <laughs> um, a, a career I've ever had is because my position, I get to go do things like this. Yeah. Um, I get to go do things, you know, helping you know, Omaha Home for Boys, yes. um, Open Door Admission. Mm-hmm. And, and knowing that our mission is to take those that, that might need our help or want our help mm-hmm. and get them into our classes. And once we can get them into our classes and get them through the classes, we know their direction. Um, you know, I'm going to say about 90% of a lot of people that come from like the open door admission or my home for boys, things like that. You just see within a physical year of them complete, their life completely changes. Total transformation. It's just amazing, you know, and, and our big, our biggest thing is, is trying to get enough partnerships with us to help those people. And uh, so we we run around. I mean, I got your mom on board. Yeah, Um, absolutely. She does an amazing. I met your mom. Oh, my goodness. This is so funny. So your mom called up to the school and she's a boss. She's an entrepreneur. She's an entrepreneur. So she comes rolling up and I think she was driving one of her black SUVs. Uh Um, I want to say it was Escalade. Yeah. So she rolls up after we talk and she just, she goes, who's Ken? And just hands me a check. And I'm like, and we're outside, you know? And I'm like, oh, and she was helping a guy come through school is what it was. And she didn't even have a drug company. Yep. You know, and then she got to thinking and we've been helping her and she's been helping her. She's doing it all on her own. Trust me, she is. <laughs> um, but just to watch her in two years, yeah. watch her take her company with some of our students and yeah. some non-students just watching her grow that path and, and what trucking does for her. Um, it's it's one of those things for entrepreneurs in the trucking industry, you'll never figure it out. Right. And that that is the, the either you're addicted to it or you're not. Or you're not. Yep. Right. Um, and that's what we're addicted to because, you know, as I always say, give it five minutes like Nebraska weather, it'll change. It'll change, you yeah. <laughs> I, I respect so much about what, we, what you're doing, and I also want to touch on something. A very good friend of mine um, uh, has a friend because I think oftentimes we have bias. Like, that's another big thing that I – want to promote with this podcast and just not just in my career, but also just through my voice is like we, if you have a brain, you have bias, right? We've all had experiences and things like that. And um, one of the things, as you said, with, with truck drivers that I'm sure that there are some biases associated with that profession. Right. Um, And I just want to share a really, really fast story. One of my very good friends is friends with a gentleman that is, is a truck driver. And the reason that he does it, that he chooses to is because he wants to have flexibility in his work schedule. And this, this individual speaks six different languages. He learned how to speak those languages by listening to Rosetta Stone while driving. (laughs) So, and this gentleman has had, has the finances and has the means to like travel all over the world and is now like paying it forward and helping. But it's just, it's interesting. Like, you know, when we place those limitations on people yep. and then and then take them away and then you meet someone that doesn't it, it's it's a really I think it's like a really beautiful thing I think yeah. it's really cool because not everybody is geared towards an office job you know what I mean not right. everyone is going to thrive in that atmosphere um right. you know me being an educator for a long time I taught I, I would work with kids and I'm like you're brilliant in this area but you have to work with your hands or you, you might know agriculture really well because your father your your parents you know owned owned land or whatever and so that's how you're you're not necessarily geared towards studying for six hours a day but (laughs) I couldn't do what you do right right? so I think acknowledging people's like different gifts and talents is really important and absolutely I think that we are coming along as a society in that capacity and I'm I'm grateful to places like your school that do that um and then also also and I'll get into this but like um 
are so supportive of women entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs of color, um, you know, different diversity is like really, really exceptionally important in yep. this field. And so, um, it's I'll, a, it's I'll have you talk thing. about that too. Yeah. But, um, you know, and I think that's one of the things and you've mentioned so many, but like what, what is, you know, um, one of the things that you're most proud of, you know, oh. like <laughs> with the word, and I know that's a big, it's a big question, but like, when is, what is one like success story that just like sticks in your mind or, um, and I know you work with individuals like all the time because a lot of your business is giving people a second chance, which it is, yeah, you know, or just give them a chance, a chance, period, know, right? Uh, rather it's second or third chance or a chance. That's the biggest <laughs> thing. But mm-hmm. my personal success or the success that I see with the school either, okay. either, yeah, <laughs> either. Uh, a little bit about myself on this one. So by me going back to high school, talking about being an athlete, it took years for me to admit this. And, you know, some people hate when I say this, but you know, my education level, um, you know, I went to resource in high school and, and, uh, reading and writing was not like my forte. I'm a hands-on type person. So, um, when I first came into this industry on the school side, um, I have a few friends of ours, they have the family and they call me the mouth, Mm -hmm. you know, because when I believe in something, I don't stop. Mm -hmm. Um, And I believe in this place and and I've seen it, you know, not I've done it for 11 years or 12 years. I I see it. Uh, My big, my personal biggest success was, you know, taking a small town kid at the time. That's when Gretna was small and being invited to Washington, D.C., and sitting in front of Congress or talking with Congress and Senate and, you know, just just that whole question of, hey, Ken, we, as an industry, asking me, we think you'd be a huge asset in Washington. You know, and I'm looking around and I'm going, well, there's so many other leaders, yeah. you know, that have large trucking companies or other schools. And, and to me, I'm like, why am I being asked? You know, um, it, I think it's because everybody's seen my passion, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the things that I talk about, um, about what this industry is trying to accomplish. So for that, being in, in Congress and Senate and with the Nebraska Trucking Association and the ATA, that was, you know, that was a big accomplishment. And then to get invited back, you know, a few years later. And then uh, that's, that's, uh, that was four years ago. So that was in 2016. Yeah, 2016. And then after we talked to Congress, it was a couple weeks later, and I got personally invited to represent Nebraska mm-hmm. um, and with the Department of Labor and the president at the time. And that was kind of cool, too. You mm-hmm. know, um, as being a person that hates get not hates, but um, that's a bad word, but dislikes getting up on stage sure. and reading stuff and, and anything that I talk about or, or things like that. I never write anything, yeah. you know? Um, I know when you're trying to get me to write something here, you're probably like, Ken, just write me something. I don't like, I like live questions, sure. you know? Um, and the reason I like live questions is because if you do it enough and, and it's truly you, you can respond pretty quick. So yeah. that was my biggest accomplishment, uh, personally, but for the school's accomplishment, and that was part of the school, but for the school's accomplishment is watching some individual individuals and working with a lot of individuals come through that somebody just don't believe in right and just watching them succeed and watching their accomplishments and what they're trying to do and watching them start trucking companies Mm -hmm. and you know right before I came here had a past student in there graduated two years ago you know he was living under a bridge for crying out loud and 
two years later, he's he's looking at buying a truck. Yeah. You know, and it just completely changes life and, and world. And that's our biggest accomplishments at the school is teaching individuals how to properly operate equipment, helping them get placed into a job. And we're firm believers, you know, we might not get a return today, but you do the right thing. It will come back tenfold. Yes. You know, and you know, you know how business works. Sometimes it's just stressful. Yeah. But absolutely. we just keep moving forward, and and those individuals that come to our classes, rather they start their own businesses, um, you know, they don't. They go drive for somebody. Just watching them change their life is what our biggest accomplishments are. Yeah. So we live our we live our lives and our accomplishments through our students. Yeah. You know, and that's you know walking down the street or going in the a grocery store. My wife says I can't go shopping with her anymore because what takes forty minutes is usually about an hour and a half because sure. <laughs> I run into somebody and I want to make sure that they're they're doing good. Doing good you yeah. know, so that would be our biggest. Um, I feel that that's our accomplishments at the school. No. Yeah. Absolutely, we can't. I, I mean, honestly, I can't commend you enough because I'm just even thinking in the back of my head, like former students that I've had. Um, and how this kind of a door would open so like such opportunities for them, mm-hmm. astounding opportunities for them, for their families. Um, because as I said, um, I am a firm believer in education and I'm a firm believer in, in obviously if you have the finances and the resources and things like that, and that's a dream of yours and that's a gift of yours to make that happen. But there's lots of different pathways Correct. to success. And I've Correct. always said that. And there's lots of different, um, I want to say levels of genius Um, that we all possess. And I think far too long in our society, you know, it was only geared towards one perspective. And so um, I'm I'm hoping that that through um, education and also just through like understanding it and acceptance of what, you know, we can, I mean, I, I mean, I'll be very frank. I have students that are in the trade industries that are making more money than I'll ever make in my life, you know, and I I have three master's degrees, you know what I mean? But honestly, I mean, that's the world that we're living in. So, um, and, and it's not about, it's, it's not about valuing one or the other. It's just different skill sets Mm -hmm. and different passions. And once you find that, you know, to, to drive with it. So we work with people clear across the board, 18, we always say 18 to 80. That's what we say, 18 to 80. And what we notice with the younger generation is is that, you know, they want to make $100,000 a year but only work 40 hours a week. <laughs> it's like, well, sign me up. I'm like, yeah. I'll take two of those jobs, right? <laughs> I'll still work 80 hours but make 200 right. grand. But, and, and that's, you know, that's what we explain to a lot of our students is a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. You know, hard work goes into play. But it's not the work that you're that you're learning from it's the experience that you need to you really need to absorb and learn what that employer is trying to teach you so you maybe go out and start your own yes you know and you know they always say you know people and you'll know what i'm talking about but people being uh employees mm-hmm. they you know they they want to make 60 70,000 a year or more and be home every night in our industry yeah well then you got entrepreneurs that want to go out and make five hundred thousand dollars for a company and then they go oh i ain't got no money you know, but that's how it works. You know, it's just, it's, it's amazing to watch people do that. But what we see the most is, is you got to have the drive, mm-hmm. you know, um, as I always tell all of our students, it's not about what you get paid. I mean, obviously it is, you got to make a living, but it's about the experience that you're going to learn to be able to get to that next level. And that's what our schools are not teaching. Uh, well, I wouldn't say not teaching, but, um, that's what we see as, as a, on our end of the society is when they come into us, it's like, hey, guys and, and ladies that, you know, you might work 60, 70 hours a week. You got to get started somehow. Mm-hmm. And once you find your path, then chase it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I have a lot of friends that are that are company owners and, and that you would never expect them to be a company owner because they just graduated um, the school like a year ago or two yeah. years ago. 
Um, and then we also have a lot of entrepreneurs. I love working with our female students because, you know, your mom, work with your mom too, yeah. but yeah. we've been working with a lot of females too because this is pretty well dominant male industry. Yeah. Um, but we see a lot of our females just sail in this industry. Yeah. You know, some of the stories that we have on, on just some of our single moms that come Absolutely. through. Absolutely. The biggest one, which goes back to your question, what is one of my biggest accomplishments at the school? We had, and I can't, I'm not going to say any names, but uh, we had a single mom, one kid, um, one on the way, just trying to make a living. Make it. And, yeah. you know, she's on every state assistant program just to survive. And so she came through and we helped her get to a company. Um, and then that company got a government contract, which mm-hmm. upped their wages. So she went from being on state assistance to making $45 an hour. Right. And they worked with her schedule and then she worked there for about a year and saved up enough money because she didn't change her lifestyle on how she lived based off her pay. So then she went out and bought a truck. And currently this is about nine years ago. Currently today, she's got 16 of her own trucks and four different businesses. Isn't that crazy? So she chopped up her state assistant card, the EBT card. And, you know, it wasn't disrespectful, but it was Thank you for the, yeah, it was thank you for the opportunity. Um, you know, I don't, I can't remember the big speech that she wrote the state of Nebraska. Mm-hmm. It was it really, really nice. Um, but it was really cool to watch her life change. Yeah. Now, I mean, she's a millionaire now. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. she lives in Texas and yeah. has, uh, I won't say one of the businesses on this podcast, but the other three are transportation. Yeah. You know, it's just amazing. And she's a boss. Yeah. She is. She's awesome. And, and, you know, we have models that come through a lot of our, uh, we have one of our ladies that she came through and watching her be an entrepreneur started off as a driver and people would never guess that she was a driver, but it got her to the next level. Um, she just did a, a music video, Yeah. you know, which was really cool, you know, and, and and uh, I thrive on watching people succeed. Yes. Even though she doesn't drive a truck anymore, she, like she says, if something ever happens to that career, I have something to fall back on. Absolutely. You know, that pays the bills. So, yeah, it's a, it's amazing to watch. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, one of the things, too, that I think, and I always like to touch on this question with my guests, because a lot of the young people that I have worked with in the past that I continue to work with, um, you know, would see someone like you that's successful and would say, um, they've never come up against any obstacles. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know, I, I have a poster above my desk and it's in my room and it's just, it just says it's very simplistic, but it says just never give up. And mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, we do have, we have so many mental health issues. We have depression. We have a lot of anxiety in today's society. And so I think it's really important um, when I have guests on the show that are successful, like you are, that are paying it forward, that are helping right. other people that have a thriving business I think it's important um, to ask the question, like, what is what is one of the biz- biggest obstacles that you've come in contact with and how did you overcome it? Because yeah. I want young people to know that everybody faces the stuff. They're not alone in the boat. Correct. Um, and, uh, you know, if if life is hard, you know, like that's just the long and short of it. Like right. everybody, like nobody just gets to coast and not have any kind of adversity um, come against them. And so if you would be willing to share that yeah. with our guests, that would be great. I'm a firm believer. Everybody's an author mm-hmm. and you're in charge of the book that you're going to write. Yeah. Um, you know, and what I see a lot is cause I've, I've had it ups and downs. And mm-hmm. I mean, I went through a medical thing two years ago and really, really set me back. And, you know, I mean, <clears throat> I, I, I believe, and this is from my thoughts, is people kind of get depressed. A lot of it's money, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
but a lot of it is it's it's that 15 seconds of like TikTok or you know Facebook of, of watching other people show the stuff they got. Yeah. Um, this is about five years ago. I realized a lot of people that flaunt their stuff are just credit broke. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people that are millionaires don't have two thousand dollar watches. Right. <laughs> they have a watch from like Costco. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Um, but they don't flaunt it. And when you know, I'm a firm believer, you know, rather you're rich or you feel that you're rich or broke or whatever, I'm a firm believer is what is what are you trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Because if that you know, if you're on that depression stage or you're just on that down stage, you got to realize what are you trying to do? Because if you're just going to work 40 hour, 50 hour work week, and that's all you're doing is working and you don't have goals Mm -hmm. and you don't try to reach those goals. Don't set your goals too high. But if you're not reaching those goals and trying to hit those accomplishments, you're, you're going to shame yourself every day. You know, you got You got to, I'm a firm believer. You got to get out of your circle. Mm -hmm. You just got to get out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and just go after something you don't know. You know, and just keep going. You know, it's just, it's too easy to give up. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of very talented people that keep giving up. I always say it's, it's, it's always about the next one. Yes. You know, um, about the next day. It's kind of like people that, you know, might be an alcoholic and they decide to give it up. It's about the next 24 hours that matters. Yes. Because that's all you got. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a firm believer, get up every day, treat each and every day like it's your own your very last one um or if you got sick uh, medically you know maybe you found out you had cancer and you're gonna live your life a lot different because you know it's gonna be the end then if there's nothing wrong with you start living that way Mm -hmm. but quit letting other people tell you how to live your life and take full responsibility for your actions and where you're going to go. And yeah. that that's, and I even talked to some of our students on that, Yeah, you know, cause I'm, I used to be that person, you know, Hey, what's Jaquel going to think of me? Right. You know, at this point, I really don't care what you think of me. Right. Well, I'm respectful. 100%. But we're going to make a partnership and work together. Yes. But a lot of people get to that. I want to be liked. Yes. And then we call it phony. Mm-hmm. Then they get phony. And then this other bunch don't like them and then they're lost and then they don't have any friends you know, and I'm a friend. I've, I've always taught all my kids is walk that path alone. Yeah. You have to be the lion, walk the path alone, and I promise you the right people will come in your corner. Yes. And some of them will leave. They'll see it different uh, over time, but you have to keep going. And, tre- and true to yourself. Yeah. And, you know, and, and treat people. This is where we're at with the society. Like, we shame people all the time. You know, and it, it just, it kind of gets to me a little bit. I mean, we can make fun as in, a, like, a good making fun, but realistically, treat people like you want to be treated or just don't say nothing at all. You know, I mean, it's, but on the other hand there, you know, uh, there are a lot of people that, that do, and this is just in training. um, Some people can't be talked to nicely to learn something. Yeah. They want you to talk to them because that's how they've been raised, you know? So, but you don't need to, my biggest thing to be successful is in any, in any business, always remember there's that one person that you could destroy today, but in five years, that person might mean, might need, might be the person that you need to the get most. more business. That's right. Yeah. You know, right. so it's, it's amazing. Opposites attract, um, is what I'm a firm believer in, but you know, it's, it's amazing to watch this industry and that's what this industry is all about. Um, you know, this industry, if you're a hardworking individual, mm-hmm. um, and you just, you want to go out there and make money mm-hmm. and you want to go out there and make a name for yourself, 
via however you want to do it. Rather, it's driving a truck, owning a company. Um, there's a lot of boards and committees you can be on, um, things like that. But if you truly want to invest in yourself to see yourself succeed, whatever that looks like for you, right. then go after it. You know, um, I'm not done yet. I mean, with all the all the stuff that we got going on, it's like, hey, I'm going to start a trucking company over here, and I think I'm going to do this over there. And hey, let's start another school in like Grand Island. Mm-hmm. And people are like why mm-hmm. aren't you comfortable i'm like no because by the time that moment you get comfortable you just lost yeah you know you can never be comfortable yeah. you have to keep going for something different yes you know within your business if yes. that's what you want so yeah but yeah that's a little bit about success right there just quit letting people change your opinion on yeah. you um, of you, you yeah, yeah. And, and that goes to i teach my kids that too and that's how i was all through school is is when i say i don't care what people think about me it comes off rude what it means is is there's a lot of people that look at you you gain more respect that way from multiple other people if you don't care what people think about you yeah in a respectful way yes you know i mean you can't be that jerk walking around and being cocky and things like that but um yeah, it's, I teach my kids that walk that path. You believe in it, go after it. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to make fun of people nowadays. It's especially I, you and I, I would hate to be a kid these days with mm-hmm. all this technology. Absolutely. You yeah. know, goes back to the Game Boy with no lit screen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it, but, it gets a lot easier to, and that's why I think it's so important to have, you know, guests like yourself that are willing to share because if we don't share it with the next generation, um, you know, and, and that's why I think mentorship and so many things come into play yep. and, and your you and your company and your family, like are walking examples of that. But, um, a lot of people don't have those, those leadership roles in their life. Mm-hmm. They don't have that, that mentorship. And so to hear, um, from individuals who have been there right. makes all the difference. You know, my family, we've, we've, you know, I grew up just an average kid, I guess you would say went without quite a bit. I mean, I had a lot of things too. Mm-hmm. Parents always made sure I was fed. Mm-hmm. Rather, it was cereal. It was a steak dinner. We right. still ate. <laughs> um, but you know, we we've never had in my immediate family. We've never had like a, a millionaire or somebody that was extremely wealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, you get to a certain point. You know, we all do good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's moments that it gets tough, yep. but at that moment, that uh, that's integrity. That's when I know, and I was raised this way. When you have absolutely nothing, but you're willing to give it to someone else to help them succeed, that is an act that nobody can explain. Right. And that's how I was raised. And I've seen my dad do this when he first started this, when he took over the business. Mm -hmm. They didn't have a whole lot of money. But he was giving people, like, they would walk in the door and they're like, hey, Jim, I just have 200 bucks. That's Mm -hmm. all I got. And he's like, all right, promise you'll pay me. Yeah. But he had to pay his staff all them wages too. Yeah, you know, and and I learned a lot from just that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about what you make today. Yeah, it's about working with people and getting to that next path. Excellent. And that's what we see in the industry. A lot of schools that pop up, and they just want people to pay the tuitions, go work for their companies, and and that's not our mission. Mm-hmm. That, that people are like, oh, you got competition. No, they don't do what we do. Right. We we're we're in the people business. The peop- I was just going to say, <laughs> you're in the people business. We believe in people and, and helping them out. Building people up. Yeah, and we never want to put them under contract with any particular company. Yeah. You know, I mean, your mom and I, we've talked about that, and I just, I don't believe, and neither does my my, my dad doesn't either, I don't believe in the contract training. If, sure. if, if a company wants to help the school out in a different way, that's fine, but I will not, and nor, nor my dad, our school, will not say, hey, you have to go work for this person because right. we just... 
we'd rather see that place go broke and bankrupt versus being that type of school. Sure. You know, yeah. uh, we don't need that name out there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, just as we're kind of starting to wrap things up, what are some things that you would like the public to know about the trucking industry? Because we talked yeah. about some of the biases and some mm-hmm. of the, you know, perceptions out there that might not, that are not accurate. So what are some things that you would like the public to know about the trucking industry? So I always talk about who's coming into our school into the transportation. It's clear across the board. Mechanics, bricklayers, lawyers, um, people that's running for public office, mm-hmm. doctors. We, we just graduated a few doctors not too long ago. Um, it, it's just it, rather you want to be a company driver, want to be a company owner. You just want to get it to have it as a good backup plan. Yeah. Um, or just maybe they own, we have a lot. We had three this year that owned a trucking company. They're like, well, maybe we need to know how to drive a truck first. Yeah. You know, they own trucking companies. So, so what do I want people to know about the industry? This industry is very unique in a lot of ways, but it's very rewarding in others. And what that means is, is you, it's one of those things that it's not a normal job, you know, um, the most that we, anywhere we go, the most misleading thing that we run into is people are like, oh, I don't want to be a truck driver. Why not? Why don't I want to go over the road? You don't have to. And then they're like, what do you mean? Um, you have all your sanitation companies, concrete companies. I mean, your mom has something that, that's pretty well local. Um, there's so many local opportunities. And, and that's the misleading thing in our industry is when it comes to, you know, people say truck driver, we say CDL commercial driver's license um majority of our students actually go local where they're home every night or every other night mm-hmm. um you know 70 80 90,000 a year something like that but um the thing that i want people to know about the industry is if it wasn't for drivers uh, and everybody else too but if it wasn't for the transporters we wouldn't eat and have stuff easily with our fingertips the way that it is. And we just went through COVID. Um, still on, I think we're, I think we're still in COVID, but, um, we just went through COVID and that just showed everybody how important trucking is when they talk about supply chain shortages, things like that. But it's an industry that will never, it'll never be replaced by a computer. Never. Um, I know the talk of the self-driving trucks. I mean, we're decades away from the autonomous vehicles. They're, they're working on them, but the concrete truck is not going to be able to drive there the sanitation truck's not going to be i mean i suppose a sanitation truck could because it's already roads designed for it but we're decades away from that and it's a just the industry alone comes with a lot of companies have your benefits and in your 401ks or your retirement packages and good wages and we've been noticing the last two years that wages have gone up i mean some of these overload companies are starting their drivers off at 100k you know it's long hours you know, but, um, it's a lifestyle, but majority of our students go local, but it's the greatest industry to ever get into. I mean, your mom's having fun with it. Sometimes she's probably pulling her hair out going, what did I do this for? (laughs) Um, but it's one of those things that you can have the most smartest person, or you can have the person that's not the most educated person. It doesn't matter. It's all about getting the work done, um, and getting to that next level. And, it's amazing. You know, it's, it's, we, it's a 160 hour program that we have, you know, I don't know where you can go and, you know, do a 160 hour program. So if you put weeks on it, it'd be a five week program. Um, I can't legally discuss the cost of the tuition over live, but that small investment right there, you're going to gain that within your first year plus, you know, on the average income. So it's just going to keep getting busier and busier. I mean, the, the, what they call it, baby boomers mm-hmm. are starting to get out of the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, 
some people are like, well, there's a reason there's a driver shortage. There's, the reason there's a driver shortage is because there's so many openings because of the growth that we do have. Yes. You know, um, some people are going a different direction, but a lot of it is, is, I mean, the technology, internet, that's mm-hmm. taken a lot of jobs from our industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, people can sit there and, and get on the internet if you're that savvy, but um, our industry is, it's a hardworking industry. All of our drivers out there put a lot of time and effort into it just to provide for their family. And they're starting to get more rewards for it. Yeah. And, um, it's just going to get even greater, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think, um, once again, we just have to thank you for what you're doing for the community, for what you're doing to diversify the profession. Um, and the fact of the matter is, is that, we in America depend on our truckers who literally, um, you know, get us our goods. And so we saw that during COVID that, you yep. know, we, we take these folks for granted and that's not, that's not good, but it's an yep. excellent career. It's an excellent wage. And um, we want to send people your way um, as much as we can. And we want to get the word out. So where can our viewers find you and follow you, be it on social media, website, all that good stuff. So we got a couple new things coming up. I don't want to <laughs> announce them yet, but um, Facebook, Custom Diesel Drivers Training Facebook page. Awesome. We try to keep that live. Um, I mean, you can go to our website, uh, just type in Custom Diesel Drivers Training. Um, stop down at our school, uh, 5020 L Street, Omaha, Nebraska. Um, I mean, we're open to doing tours and visits and things like that. We're going to start doing some car shows down there. Awesome. Uh, it's free to the public. It's free for the show. Um, so they're going to be doing some shows. We do take our trucks around to different events, and, and uh, we'll let people get in there and honk the horn. That's the coolest thing ever, watching a little kid honk the horn. Awesome. You know? And an adult, too, yeah. that's never been in there. <laughs> but uh, mainly, you know, Facebook, around town. You know, but I do want to say for the general public, you know, if you see a driver out there, you know, give them a break a little bit. They they got long, tough jobs and stressful jobs. And, you know, that's 70 feet of vehicle that they got to keep track mm-hmm. of on, on two sides and, and even more. But, you know, if we can just give our drivers a break a little bit and, and give them the space they need, it'll make it a lot easier for everybody uh, at the end yeah. of the day. So as we're traveling home, going to our homes, they're traveling to go fill the, st- in the stores that we're in. And, yeah. and we got to really remember what, what their jobs are you know and if that truck don't get there that's going to that's going to hurt a town it's going to hurt a city um because i mean these trucks haul a lot of stuff yeah you know um fuel i mean that's another thing gas prices are cheap nowadays (laughs) um but just watching people you know being able to fill up you know think of a truck driver every time that you touch something on a store shelf or or fill up gas or or whatever um and how did it get there yeah you know because it's and it's cool because it's 18 years of age of on up. Our oldest student was 82. That's awesome. Yeah, he's still working. Lifelong learner. Yeah, that's he's, awesome. He's, ni- he's 90, I think, this year. Yeah. I think he turns 90. That's yeah. wonderful. <laughs> well, um, we want to, like I said, absolutely, and, and we at Education with an Edge thank, thank truck drivers and yeah. thank you for what you're doing, you and your family. Um, I just think this is an excellent opportunity for so many, and, and we need to get the word out about it. So Our thing is, is that when it comes to the tuition, we don't want the tuition to be the barrier and why somebody doesn't, show, mm-hmm. that doesn't come down. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't expect people to pay up front and full. I mean, we don't. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is what we're going through and what we're probably maybe in the future, I don't know, we're going to go through. Um, people are just trying to better themselves. So we just want you guys to come down. If you're interested in getting your CDL coming through the class, come down, sit down with us. Let's strike up a deal or something that's affordable for you as well as us. Um, I mean, we have a lot of 
backing, a lot of companies that help us out. But I mean, if you're just barely getting by, you know, maybe you don't have a job. Um, there's a lot of programs out there that can help, or even we can help with that. I mean, it's a five week class. It's pretty fast. Yeah. You know, um, we're not going to let you out until you can do it though. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it changes your world tremendously. I mean, just in the job market, yep. you know, and that's, that's what we want people to realize is that we're there for them. We're there to help them, you know, maybe they get out of the class and they go work for a company. They just, don't like they can always come back and we'll help them find another job that fits their lifestyle you That's know awesome. so but no I, I appreciate you having us on the show oh my gosh always come back anytime yeah. um and thank you for everything that you're doing and um also just for helping so many people and thank you to our viewers for tuning in with us here today um at education with an edge and a special shout out and thank you to our sponsors, um, betterhelp.com. If you are interested in checking out betterhelp.com for any of your um, mental health needs, it's a great online organization um, that assists people in doing so. We also have a wonderful partnership with the Boys Town Suicide Hotline. Um, so if you're a young person that's in need, please reach out to them um, and also our partners um, at the Nebraska Foundation for Suicide Prevention as well. So thank you. Once again, we just want to say um we need your love we need your light in this world um and continue um just never giving up and knowing that everyone goes through obstacles but it's the way that we handle those obstacles that matter and until next time this is jaquel lane with education with an edge signing off thank you if you have a question or just want to learn more go to jaquellane.com thanks for listening to education with an edge A Huda Media Production.